Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome everybody back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. It's Sunday night, five past eight, and me and my co-host, Mr. Andy Burrows, have travelled all the way to watch Jurassic Pro Wrestling today. I, uh, due to my travels, I'm having a non-alcoholic beer, and other non-alcoholic, another on Jesus, other non-alcoholic. It's been a long day. Other non-alcoholic beers are available, but they just do do not taste as good as a Heineken non-alcoholic beer. Anyway, Mr. Burrows, we had our travel issues today, but we made it there to Jurassic, and we made it home okay. Uh, yeah, we, it was a six-hour round trip in total for yours truly. Uh, yeah, travel home was a bit of a nightmare. They uh, decided to have accents on the A12, the M1, and the M25 for me. But uh, it's good to finally get to Jurassic Pro, meet Alex, uh, all the guys and girls down there. Good to see, obviously, Smashing Mike and Corey. Um, obviously, we, we sponsored Jurassic. I know you've been a few times, but to get both of us there, it was really good just to go and see what the guys and girls do down there. It was their second anniversary show. Uh, obviously, Forrest Hayes winning the, winning the title. Um, it, yeah, it was uh, it was really good uh, to get down there, mate, and, uh, and witness it for myself. Indeed, it was a good show. So thank you for the hospitality, as always, Jurassic Pro. Uh, we may not be at the next show, unfortunately, because you've decided to book it on the same day as a Rev Pro show. But however, yeah. that being said, we're not here to talk about that today. We are here to talk Dynamite. AEW Dynamite, the new era of uh, AEW Dynamite, we we will have to say. Um, just a quick one, Andy, because we was going to ask our good AEW guru about Dave's uh, busy changing nappies and, and whatnot at the minute. Uh, not, not his, his own. His not baby. his own. Yeah, so no. I better add that in. Uh, the good, our good friend Ace Robinson's uh, nappies. Um, ratings, ratings, yes, ratings, ratings. Um, there was a big hoo-ha this week, NXT. Uh, so for those of you that don't know, this week... Tuesday, uh, NXT and Dynamite are going head-to-head. NXT have loaded their show. We spoke about this on the show. They've loaded their talent on the show with uh, Cody, Cena, Oscar, uh, Paul Heyman, and The Undertaker <laughs> rolling out for NXT this week to counteract the fact that AEW are doing title Tuesday uh, and obviously Adam Copeland's first match or Edge's first match in. Uh, but this week, NXT, with the developmental and the judgment day, so judgment day to a degree, and a developmental talent, the women's breakout division, so people that we hadn't seen before, mm-hmm. beat the new era of Dynamite. But do ratings really matter, Andy? <clears throat> In my opinion, no. Uh, like me and you briefly got on into on our SmackDown review show uh, this past weekend. I don't. I think it does from an executive and uh, all these big wigs sitting up at Fox and TNT or wherever you're sitting. For the casual wrestling fan, it's not like like I said for those that listened the other day. It's not like you had to watch something back in the day because you mm. you couldn't record it, you couldn't catch up, you couldn't watch it on your phone, you couldn't sign up to Fight TV for us in Europe that sign up to Fight TV to watch AWs where I watch all of my AW content. Um, so for for me, no ratings don't matter. It clearly matters for these big wigs uh, this coming Tuesday because you've only got to see what NXT have done, you've only got to see what Dynamite are doing. Um, so it matters for them, for the for the wrestling fans. I don't think it should. Um, it's quite funny to sometimes log on to social media and see wrestling fans going backwards and forwards. And it, gone are the days, like I say, of having to now. I don't know why people argue. You can either like WWE and not watch AW, or you can watch AW and not watch WWE, or like us, you can watch all of it. Yeah. And then you, you know you 
throw Impact and NWA in, in, into the mix. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it's a thing anymore, mate. I don't know why people make such a big deal out of it. If we, it's shareholders and people like that that make money out of ratings, the more people you watch, the more people <clears> are seeing the adverts that you've sold to have on that particular day. So Tuesday night will kind of be like when you get an advert put on the Super Bowl. You know, it costs you thousands and thousands, if not millions of dollars to get it on. So Tuesday night, this coming Tuesday, I think it's people are calling it a war and a ratings war. One night. Yeah. That's it. It's just one night. You know, it's Dynamite and NXT. and go, I'm guessing it's exactly the same time they're going up against each other. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't think they really matter, mate, to be honest. It was in, yeah, people, oh, NXT won last week to get up against AEW's flagship show and... Like me and you said, is NXT really the third show now on WWE TV? I don't think it is anymore. No, exactly that. And uh, it'll be, I say, Tuesday will be interesting. It will take us back to a little bit of nostalgia for us. But uh, oh, Yeah, us old geezers. Us old men during the war and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, NXT, uh, NXT, Jesus, I'm really feeling it today. It's definitely been a long day. Dynamite this mm-hmm. week. Started with the uh, International Championship, Ray Phoenix uh, against uh, Nick Jackson. Uh, there was accompanied by their tag team partners, Penta and Matt Jackson. Um, this was a really good opener to Dynamite. It was what you would normally expect from these two. They've had a few matches in the past. They've had the tag matches, some amazing tag matches in the past as well. Just a real fun-filled opener. Uh, Ray Phoenix picking up the win um because he counted a, a roll up into another roll up to count to get the victory but i really as we always say you start the show hot and i think AEW did that although you said about perhaps they should have had adam copeland kick off the show <clears throat> just in my opinion this isn't me saying oh you can tell you what she's wwe because that's what they would have done when you've done what you've done at the last pay-per-view and you've had adam copeland edge come out at the end you know that the amount of eyes that are going to be on the start of that show compared to what might, what might be on it once you announce that he's not appearing until later will be different. So this this maybe comes back to where you mentioned about ratings and the people making money and these executives making money. If you've just pulled off the biggest coup, probably in AEW history, I'm going to say Edge is bigger than CM Punk, in my opinion. I'm going to say Edge is bigger than CM Punk. Do you not open a show with Adam Copeland? I get the segment at the end. Well, well, I kind of get it because I didn't see it. Because anyway, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, we'll get to that. But when you know that everyone's tuning, a lot of people that haven't maybe watched Dynamite for ages are tuning in to Dynamite. So when that show comes on the air, you're probably going to have an extra God knows how many thousand different viewers that you probably didn't have last week for Collision and Dynamite. So my only thing, like when I was texting you about and forwards, was me personally. And this isn't just, oh, because you watch WWE, it's what they would have done. I would have opened with Adam Copeland in the ring. Even if you didn't do the segment that they'd done at the end, you could have teased something later on in the night. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, something's going to happen. And then, you know, Christian, they could have played his music and he didn't come out. And then they could have done what they'd done at the end. That's the only thing for me. But the match itself that opened, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought this is, it kind of reminded me of what AEW used to be. Yeah. Pandemic AEW, shall we call it? Yeah. When, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a solid start. Me and you mentioned all the time about starting fast on shows. Um, solid, solid start. Uh, as, as for the title, it's probably only a placeholder until Moxley gets it back, I'm guessing. Well, um, that is the match next week. Yeah. So I'm guessing title Tuesday. I'm guessing Moxley's getting the title back next week. I'm not assuming, but uh, yeah, no, good start, mate. I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, good start. Yeah, so they announced that Moxley would, would get his shot. And I, and I think pretty much this title reign a little bit for Phoenix was a placeholder because Moxley hmm. was never scheduled to lose. But obviously, nah, got injured, they had to he, call yeah. it in, in the match, which is fine. Yeah, I do kind of agree with the edge thing, um, Copeland thing. We've got maybe the watershed, so they may have had to do that bit later still. Which Yeah, was... I just, just for me, if you you know, I can guarantee you there was more people watching the start of Dynamite just because they thought he was going to be the opening <laughs> But don't get me wrong, you, you can tease it for because he kept saying coming up later on. So you're probably getting people thinking, well, I don't want to turn over because yeah. in case I miss him. So I get what that's that's clever. Just for me, I would have opened with probably the biggest star that you've ever had in your company. I would have opened with him. Yeah, I, w- I would have probably done that as well, to be fair. But that's just me and you, mm-hmm. us old men, as we say. Um, the, the video package was Adam Cole and Roderick Strong. This is why the fucking show run over, bro. Um. There was at Roderick's house or a house. Uh, Adams can hardly walk because Adam Cole's got a legitimate ankle injury. Body strong is still <laughs> just off of life support now, uh, and still stubbing his neck injury. They had a bit of a fun skit. It was one. It was one of those sort of funny, silly comedy skits where Adam it was getting quite like wrestling. Really, we've watched a million of these growing up. Yeah, and then they give Adam Cole a scooter or an electric scooter or something at the end. Which, anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, they just shouldn't have re- they shouldn't have replayed it though. That's the only thing. That's why that's why Dynamite overrun. That's why. So when you, I so I was watching it on Fight TV mm-hmm. uh, on uh, Thursday morning. I was on my way to London. I was in the passenger seat. I had two hours to kill. Um, and they they come on. Uh, the announcers were like, "Yeah, uh, we do believe we had some issues with our broadcaster. We are going to rerun the segment now." So in my head, I'm thinking straight away, "That's a good 10, 15 minute segment. You're going to overrun it, and obviously, we're going to get to the end of the show. Eventually, yeah. I saw it, but you now know why Dinah and Tony Khan tweeted it out, and a few of the wrestlers tweeted it out, saying, "Oh, we're really sorry. Yeah, so like, we know a lot of you didn't see the end of the show. Blah blah blah." That's don't read rather than rerun that segment just think all right okay just explain it get the announcers to explain what happened or say or just run it on collision it doesn't matter does it put it on a put it as an exclusive on aew's uh twitter yeah so yeah that was why it overrun but it was fine it was yeah like you say we've seen millions of these skits over the years and they are they are good fun and it's why you like wrestling i think yeah exactly that uh, i didn't i got the uh the ending straight away which was lucky so did you where did you watch it uh, fight tv uh no um, oh, oh, okay. Let's say no more. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, next thing um, after that, Griff Garrison's in the ring, formerly a partner of uh, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. And out comes Wardlow again uh, for a match that we see every time. Pretty much, Wardlow is getting another push that happens, and he loses, then he goes away. Uh, so basically, he comes in, hits cover moves, powerbomb symphony, one, two, three. Ref, no, I didn't even one, two, three. Ref stopped it. He walks through the crowd. Yeah. Game over. Um, Dave and Parker have both pretty much said, and these are the AEW guys that, you know, they love AEW, both Dave and Parker. And they even said that, that AEW don't know how to book a big guy. Now, there may be a slight change to that in, in a bit when we talk about something else. But uh, for me, Wardlow's hype is gone. I, I don't, I, now I don't believe it. I, and that's a problem because they've not booked him how they should book him. And for me, Wardlow's stock is just basically nosedived. I don't know what you feel about Wardlow. <clears throat> um. Yeah, he's been off TV for a while. So you think bringing him back, they might have come up. I don't know how long he's... How long has he been off TV in 
total. It's been a since he lost the title, wouldn't it? Yeah, so it's been a fair while since we've seen him on AEW television. So you would have think in that time they might have. I'm not saying reinvent him. You can't reinvent him. He's not like you know seven foot tall. God knows how many pounds, but you would have thought they would have done something other than a squash. And, and him personally probably thinks, I don't want to do this. I mean, there's big, strong rumours that he's going to go to WWE once his contract's up and et cetera, et cetera. So hey, maybe he's just thinking, do you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do whatever they want me to do. You know, they put him, they put him in feuds. They put him in feuds. With, you know, they, he was great when he had the whole stuff going on with MJF and CM Punk and it was really good. And they literally dropped the ball with him since. And yeah, I think Dave and Parker are quite right when they mentioned that the AEW don't know how to book big talented guys like that and he could be really really good in that company they just don't know how to use him and he's a perfect wwe guy in my opinion we mentioned jade cargill going over and she'll be the perfect wwe superstar wardlow probably will, will be as well albeit vince mcmahon isn't there as much anymore but he is you look at him he's a wwe wrestler they'll you know they're not going to have him in squash matches per se but i think they might know what to do with him a little bit better than that aw just dropping the board but it was just easy booking wasn't it Go out there, drop yeah. a couple of power bombs. We won't even let. By the way, you don't even have to pin him. The referee will stop it because you've killed him. Walk back through the crowd, and that's your you. You're over in five minutes. Your work's done for the night. We haven't seen him for months, and then they had him come out for all of five minutes. Yeah, it, baffling to me. But obviously, I haven't watched. So I'm going to full disclosure. I haven't watched Collision yet, so I don't know if anything. Wardlow was on Collision. No, okay, brilliant. Adam shaking his head. So yeah, I um, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him because obviously they're going to have to squeeze a lot into Title Tuesday. What's is Wardlow just going to come out and squash someone? Interestingly know. enough, if you played close attention, you would have noticed that on, on Wardlow's wrist, wrist, yeah, I was just about to say three that. letters of MJF. Mm-hmm. Read into that what you will, everybody. Um, would it will we'll, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. we then had the, the really sad news that Sammy Guevara wasn't going to be in the tag team match, so Don Callis. Had chosen uh, a Will Ospreay protege or part of the United Empire, Carl Fletcher, this guy. I mean, I was well happy with that. Um, we, we'll get into that tag uh, very shortly. Then we had the trios match of the acclaimed and Daddy Arse, the Butcher Blade and Kip. Um, I'm not been a big fan of the acclaimed since their win. I wasn't a fan of them winning at Wembley either. I know you were there. Uh, they beat the House of Black now. House of Black haven't really been seen a lot since. Um, I know they've just started a feud think with Andrade but they've been I know that Malachi's got uh, I think it's a fine Drew or something but I've not been a fan of the uh, the trio's reign of it of the acclaimed I don't know what you feel about it uh yeah I'm kind of with you it was good uh at Wembley Stadium to, to have like you know allegedly 80,000 people say scissor me daddy um probably more like 75,000 but um yeah it Again, I think it's another one that probably Parker and Dave will be able to atone to this better than we will, maybe, because they're the, the AW guys. But it seems they've dropped the ball with them again as well. And they're putting them in these matches and they were doing silly dances. And uh, yeah, I don't know, mate. I didn't really, I'm not really on board with it. I think the gimmick's running its course now. Uh, it's good and this isn't me, daddy, but daddy ass and all that. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm not zoned out. I'm I'm a bit like you. I can take it or leave it. They have good matches. Uh, I'm not denying that they have good matches. I just think they need a little bit of reinventing. But, you know, they're probably their big, one of their biggest merchandise sellers, so they're not really going to reinvent them now. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you, mate. I'm not, I'm not on board. I'm not against it. I'm just kind of like, it's on. I'm watching, but I don't really care. I think they, the best thing they could do is turn them heel. Um, yeah, I think that would be good. 
turn on. I mean, I know, it's kind of because you know Billy Gunn, Daddy asked what you want to call him. I know obviously his, his own boys have already turned on him. So do you do it again? And that's how you set. And because I think he's not holding them back, but he's good. He's jacked. He's a dude. He's a big dude. You wouldn't mess with him. But when you watch him in the ring, you're kind of thinking now, mm, dude, might be time to hang up the old boots. You know, when you I watched that match on Wednesday last week, and I was like, mm, it might be time, mate. It might be time. I just don't know. I don't know. Heel turns, they can make the raps better for me. They were, they were much yeah, better. Yeah, I missed the really... I liked it when they had a dig at WWE in their raps. They were always good. Yeah, I yeah. liked it when they were just... They just like anything. I mean, I remember one, he got bad, He got suspended for one mm. because the uh, the last bit said, and what's that smell in North Carolina? Oh, it's Julia's. And he got cut off. <laughs> yeah. You knew where you were going with it, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, next part, Bullet Club, uh, gold of Jay White, um, calls out MJF. Uh Basically, MJF come out. They were doing it back and forth on the mic and then got absolutely uh, planted by the Blade Runner from Jay White. And Jay White has now nicked the heavyweight title. Finally, uh, well, not finally, because it's been happening for the last five or six months. But when when Jay White first came in, we sat on this show and we're like, what's the big deal? Like, you, you, If he's meant to be a big deal, you put him in the wrong way. I can hold my hand up and say... I'm a big Jay White fan. <laughs> I, I love Jay White. I had an argument with, I can't remember the guy's name on Twitter. I think he's deactivated now. That one that always used to host the Twitter spaces. Um, oh, yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, yeah I, he was, he goes, I've never heard of Jay White. I don't know why he'll be bringing him in. I'm like, proves how little wrestling you really watch. If you haven't heard of Jay White, hmm. then what have you been doing for the last God knows how many years? <laughs> he is an exceptional talent. He, I, the, I'm looking forward to this stuff that he's going to do with MJF. Um, I, I, obviously, it's kind of thrown together because of what's happened to Adam um, Adam Cole mm-hmm. um, with his ankle injury. So I'm guessing they've now gone in a different direction. And obviously, yeah, it's set up for full gear. Uh, MJF versus uh, Switchblade JY. I think it's going to be tremendous. I think the build-up, it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting to see who's behind the mask as well because, you know, yes. it's definitely, definitely not MJF. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Are they bringing someone else into AEW that we haven't figured out yet? Is it somebody already there? I think this storyline's got potential to be very, very good. And I think it will be very, very good if they just let it run its course and let it have proper build-up to full gear. It's good. That's what I like about AEW. The pay-per-views still are quite far apart. So the build is usually very good. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and I can't, I, I'm Jay White's money. Ah, so well, I'm getting that pay-per-view just for that match. It is just for that match alone. Uh, speaking of really good matches, and we, we say this with uh, even though Chris Jericho was in it, it was Jericho and Omega, uh, Kanosuke, Takeshita, and Carl Fletcher. Um, finally, Omega and uh, Jericho, well, finally, Omega gets a win over Don Kylis family because he's been losing the last two or three matches on this. A really fun tag match. Um, even as I say, even though Chris Jericho hasn't had the greatest of matches recently, he's starting to creep up a bit now uh, with this. But uh, it was a one-winged angel uh, on Omega. Uh, oh, sorry, it was a code breaker onto the one-winged angel for the mm-hmm. win. Uh, but really good tag match, really. And, and then after that, we're talking about big, booking the big men and someone that they've kind of dropped the ball with recently. That, but now I think has got the right person behind it. We talk about Paul Heyman in the WWE, Don Callis in AEW is that the man with a stick. Will Hobbs comes mm-hmm. out. Yes. Absolutely annihilates mm. them. And then they handcuff Omega and an, an, an unprotected chair shot. Now, that's a, an interesting view on this. Obviously, what did you think of the match and now the fact with Hobbs? But also, what's your views on them taking an unprotected chair shot in 2023? 
Yeah, the match I really enjoyed. We finally found, you know, that someone that Jericho can dance with and and look after. It sounds horrible to say look after Chris Jericho in a match. I don't mean it like that. I mean, it's, we've said for ages now, and even Dave said, he's a, obviously Dave cut him open, he's going to bleed AEW. It said that Jericho has become what he used to hate back in the WCW days. With the, you know, these old geezers holding up these young lads. Not saying he's holding anyone up per se, but I, we, I, we've been critical of him over recent months. Kenny Omega is a perfect dance partner for him. Perfect dance partner. Uh, like the ending of the match, like the handcuff segment. Taking an unprotected chair shot, is that AEW's way of kind of saying a big F you to WWE? Because you'd never see that on their television. Not no more. It's kind of saying, we'd do it. Gone are the days of uh, Mick Foley being handcuffed and The Rock obliterating him. Or Ken, Sh- do you remember Ken Shamrock with yeah. The Rock? My God, but that was all on Shamrock. He, if you look, see the interviews with The Rock, he was apparently like, look, I want you to hit me. And Rock's like, I can't do that. He's like, no, I want you to absolutely lay me out. So was it AEW saying, look, we're a little bit more edgy, maybe knowing that there was more eyes on the product this week? Well, more NXT won the ratings, but you know what I mean? Because of Adam mm-hmm. Copeland, yada, yada, yada. But um, I didn't mind it because I'm attitude era, old man, old school. Could you, if something had happened or there'd been a concussion or it's a risky move to take because in the world we live in now with all the fucking, you know, all the snowflakes and everything that's about in, even in wrestling, there's more snowflakes now gone in the days of doing what we used to watch when we were growing up. Um, I was surprised they'd done it, but I was I, I liked it. I, if you, if you you can get away with it and there's no concussions and everyone's I say safe when doing air quotes because how do you be safe taking an unprotected chair shot that chair was padded a little bit and it was dented the fuck when he it was, yeah it was there's so much you can do don't get me wrong it's not fucking fast lane putting a bed under a table like safe we'll get on to that, <laughs> we'll get that when we review fast lane <laughs> but um, yeah no I I didn't mind it mate I thought it was, I thought it was really good I really enjoy I'm looking forward to see where AEW go with that. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward. Finally, Powerhouse Hobbs is getting something. Oh, I like he's a dude, man. He, that is, if you can book him right. I mean, we mentioned Wardlow. Jeez, I mean, I know they had a little thing, Wardlow and um, Hobbs, uh, yeah. not too long ago. Now. Yeah, not too long ago. Kind of, kind of didn't take off. But yeah, interested to see where that goes, mate. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how it goes. Um, we went to the back and uh, MJF was getting uh, some treatment uh he was talking he wanted to call adam cole <laughs> now max caster will come up behind him and started rubbing him um, gotcha, yeah now if you been if you're a fan of twitter you'll understand everything oh, I... about that <laughs> yeah. uh if you don't watch i'm not gonna get into it but there, there's like a love thing with, with max max caster loves njf basically is a long story short njf turns around calls him a stalker and then we cut to a main event mafia. He took me back to that. Do you remember that in Impact Wrestling? I do. Samoa Joe took me back to those days with a main event mafia type promo. But basically, the long and gist of it was he respects NJF, but when he's hungry, he eats. I think he's saying that that is far from over with NJF. But it's great to see Samoa Joe. A bit like the Nakamura thing. It's great to see Joe in that mode. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because obviously, Jay White and MJF are. Mm-hmm. Obviously, off to the races. So, what, how, where does, where do you think Samoa Joe fits in? Before, when is full gear? November the 8th? November the 13th. November the 13th, I beg your pardon. So, what do they do with Joe between now and then? Well, he's Ring of Honor television champion. Yeah, time. but as yeah. in, they've set up this M- little MJF promo. Mm. So, d- does he get inserted into the match? Is it a triple threat? Maybe they could do that. Oh, I mean, he's still got what, a month? Month or yeah. two? Month or so? Um, they could have, they could definitely have, they've got Battle of the Belts before then. 
They love a battle of the belts, don't they? Yeah. I don't mind them events, actually, the old battle of the belts. I think they're going head-to-head with, not WWE, I think it's WWE, no, it won't be WWE, they're going head-to-head with something on that day, on the 21st of October. They're going head-to-head with something, I can't remember what. That a week is that, let me think why you... Uh, you can... uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> Joe, yeah, I, I don't know where he fits, if they're going to do something on that day, uh, they're going to do something... Before. That's a Saturday, they're going up against Apex. <laughs> <laughs> oh and uh, 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 RCWA uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, that's what they're doing and I'm sure there's another big thing in America going on yeah. the UFC or something um, but uh, yeah Samojo, uh, Samojo I don't know it, it could work both ways I, I don't really do I want to see him in the triple threat yeah, him and Jay White would be good actually so oh, yeah put him in triple threat or of a match mate that would be any match has got Jay White Switchblade Samoa Joe and MJF take my money even if the rest of the card was shit i'd order that pay-per-view just for that definitely me too i order pay-per-views i don't watch them really. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of uh gimmicks that i like we're gonna go to tony storm yes timeless very interesting that's simply the breast um that she is <laughs> um she took on sky blue now if you again if you're paying attention a couple of weeks ago sky blue got Misted by Julia Hart, saying that we all wish we could get done by Julia Hart. She's um, good money for that, mate. Yeah, you have to pay a little money. <laughs> um, but if you'd noticed ever since then, the makeup has become slightly darker, as mm-hmm. has Willow Nightingale. Read into that what you will, but could there be new members of the House of Black? Maybe, potentially. Anyway, she had a match with Timeless Tony Storm. It wasn't that long. Um, Bit quick. Storm Zero finished it off, but if you're talking about like uh, you know, character of the year, Tony Storm has to be up there, surely. Someone put out on Twitter, like, whoever's writing this skit needs a pay rise, and I 100% agree. It's brilliant, it's a complete 180. It's it's incredible the way that they've wrote, they wrote it, and they're doing it over a course of weeks. This is good storytelling. This is where AEW are doing really well. I'm enjoying it. It's good. You you know you're going to get a good payoff. Um, they've obviously they've gone from what they were doing with Soraya at Wembley and yada yada yada, and they've moved forward now. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see where this goes. It's really piqued my interest of uh, of the women's division, just not because I looking want to look at her, but it's it's good. It's good. It's good writing, which is what, what let's be honest. This is what makes wrestling. If you've got terrible writing, then it's gonna your product's gonna suck. That what AEW doing is really good. So whoever's writing that, go and get them to write some other things as well. Yeah, it's definitely working for me for certain. It's obviously working for you. Um, Stokely Hathaway was backstage. I did like this. They were doing a four way match on Rampage, and the winner goes to face the Ring of Honor World Champion Eddie Kingston on Collision. And he said he doesn't want to champion the smells of Burger King and Newports. Uh, just a line that I, I found quite hilarious. Anyway, the last segment, which is a segment that you really didn't see a lot of, um, which we'll talk about now. Adam Copeland hits the ring. So for those of you that don't know, Beth Phoenix does the you think, oh. and it's not you think you know me, it's you think you know him. Now, mm-hmm. so that's the slight change to the WWE. The rest of it is still Metalingus from. Uh, <clears throat> I remember that all bridge. Um, yeah, and they're good friends with Adam Cope as well. So they said they've said he can use it no matter what. So all these people, oh, has he got permission from WWE? But, but good mates doesn't need it, and they he never, they he's never trademarked a shitload of stuff. He's been ahead of the ball, Adam Cope. He's been yeah. really smart from what I'm reading. Take it with a pinch of salt. But some of the stuff that he's already trademarked, WWE can touch him even if they wanted to. Yeah, so very smart thinking from uh, Adam Copeland anyway. And, and like, you know, Alterbridge, we're always going to give him the, the go-ahead. To oh, yeah. um, he comes out basically saying how things are surreal. That him being here, if you notice, he only run, runs to one side of the stage. We're not going to get into why he doesn't run to the other side, but you, you know why. 
if you're there. I've seen the picture. And I've seen the picture. Uh, anyway, um, it's not good. It's like the inside of my wallet at the minute. <laughs> and more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, anyway, he got to say how, you know, he's uh, surreal being here, calls out Christian. He basically says, in a long story short, that, you know, it's time, it's time, basically, in other words, get them two back together. I want to bring it, you know, bring us all together. Even though the match with Luchasaurus has already been announced for next week, uh, he wants it to, you know, he wants him and Christian to get back together. One more run, he goes for the Young Bucks, FDR, all the people they could take. They, they could uh, go against, and there was a big hug. And you're thinking, but you saw that Christian had the microphone, so I was. You saw he had the microphone. Fight TV decided to cut off, and I didn't see fuck all. So you didn't see this. <laughs> uh, anyway, I watch it on Twitter. Christian Cage had the microphone. So I kind of expected him to say something because mm-hmm. he had the microphone. And Christian's response, basically, and this is the response, exactly what he said, word for word: "Go fuck yourself." That was exactly what Christian Christian is doing the best work, Andy, that I have seen from him in years. He's one of the best heels in it at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, I thought his TNA stuff was really good. Hmm. Um, this is really good. My only issue, would I have put Adam in straight away with Christian or would I have set him off with something brand new? Hmm. It's very, it's easy and safe to put him in with Christian. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Don't get me wrong. I I, I personally think Adam Copeland he's, he's fighting for the title on next Wednesday, right? No, no, no. He's got uh, he's got oh, he's got Luchasaurus. Sorry, Luchasaurus. my bad. Yeah. Um. So they're obviously going to get him. He'll win that, and then he'll go up against Christian, and they'll have a title match at a later date. I'm guessing that's where they're going to go. They've got um. Sorry, they've got uh, Swerve Strickland versus Danielson, and the winner of that is the next challenge. That'll be yeah. That'll be incredible. Yeah. But yeah, I'm guessing Adam Copeland's somehow going to get yeah something into that, but. I, I love what Christian's doing in AW. The only thing that I would question, I said this to you over text message last week when me and you were speaking, I just found it a bit lazy to put Adam Copeland in, easy to put him in with Christian. That yeah. Of all the people that Adam Copeland's mentioned that you could have done something, I'd have liked him just to come in and don't give me something. All right, it's something new that I, in respect to what they're going to do in AW, but it's still legend Christian. It's still, I've seen it. It's, you know, I know they, I know they're both great in the ring, or, or do AEW go full 180 and turn Adam Copeland Hill? I think they will at some point. I think they With Christian. I don't that think it happened now. That could be interesting, but I don't think you've got enough baby faces to do that. Not yet, you don't. But I think eventually, probably. Once you will. get maybe a Seamus and a Drew McIntyre involved, Ooh. which is, I, in my opinion, is going to happen in the next. Think. I think so. I'm not a 100% sure. Everything that I'm guessing with Drew and Seamus, I've got a feeling that they could end up in. Then you're talking. Then you're really, really talking if you've got them two over there. But yeah, I liked the what they've done when I eventually got to see it. It's good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I just thought it was safe and easy. And I think if they go on a little run, I like a full disclosure, I haven't watched Collision yet, so I don't know what Adam Copeland done on Collision. I'm going to watch that after here, and then I'm going to listen to you and Dave review it tomorrow. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with it, I would rather have just seen him thrown into something else. But where realistically, where do you throw him? You can't put him in with MJF straight away. I'm guessing. No. Do you put if you put him with someone else as a tag team? That's a risky thing. You know, I get why they've done it, but I don't get why they've done it. If you know what I mean. 
Yeah, um, he had a, he had a little uh, thing with Omega and Jericho at the start. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Again, it come back to what I said at the start. It's not personally I would have done it, but he mentioned he listed all the wrestlers off that he hasn't. You know. Yeah. And then I I watched the did they did they always I watched the presser after um the the pay per view which is Wrestle interesting Dream. Wrestle Dream that was good when you heard him list of all the but you imagine Ed, yeah. Edge Edge and Samoa Joe mate. Yeah. Claudio casting. And there's loads of people you could take on. Yeah, and he done a little skit with Jericho and Omega right at the start of Impact, actually, that I forgot to mention, but he just shook hands. Impact. We're Impact. Impact. Dynamite. 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 Sorry. Yeah. It's been a long day for you, bro. It's been a long day, seriously. Uh, he shook hands, yeah, with uh, Kenny and Chris at the start of Dynamite. Um, and he had a little, an interesting stare off with Omega at the start. So I was uh, hoping, I was hoping they were going to push down that direction. And again, it could have turned him heel then. Uh, but I know Omega's got his hands forward to Callis family. Um, and he did mention that make sure you beat him, she didn't like Don Callis. Um, but yeah, I think that happen will happen eventually. Uh, Christian and Edge, either together as a face team or together as a uh, it'll happen when one of them's getting I hope it's as a heel. I don't want to see face, yeah. They're I don't, better, wanna, I don't want to see flash photography and all that. But you might, even they got there as a heel, they were doing it as heels, yeah. They've done a bit of but yeah. It, I, it's gonna be interesting to see how this run goes for Copeland. Hmm. Yeah, the potential's great. Yeah, can they potential and pulling it off are two different things? Two different things. Yeah, we've seen, it, we've seen it both ways. We've seen it go well. We've seen it fail. Yeah, so, will it do up? But that was dynamite. And for your for yes. your information on the collision, not much really changes from what you saw. On no, the... okay. I'm. Uh, well, I am going to check out. But I would seriously to say at the first at the end of that first match, you're going to text me. Let's put it that way. Okay, right. <laughs> But anyway, uh, we'll leave it on that. Uh, that was the AEW review. Uh, hopefully, Dave will be joining us for the uh, collision review. If not, it will just be... I'll be here. Oh, Andy will be here. I'll watch, uh, I'm watching it tonight, so if you need me tomorrow, bro, I'll come on and do some more. I like, these little, I like dipping my toe into the old AEW. Uh, uh, you know, helps their ratings, gets a couple more people watching. Exactly that. Um, we'll also be back tomorrow with Fastlane. Uh, yes, we are back reviewing Fastlane. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that, mate. So I'm looking yeah. forward to uh, looking forward to reviewing that. Actually, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes now with a certain. It will be. We'll, we'll get into that tomorrow. We got interviews this week as well. We got two uh, acts. Two, funnily enough, <laughs> no pun intended on that. And uh, Sugar Shane Pinto, a manager from the US Indies, will be joining. Yeah, us. big shout out to uh, Johnny North. Um, help mm. well he's a friend of his uh those that don't know go and check out just go on apple podcast or google yeah. and just type in wrestling uncensored and a big thank you because we are in the top 100 of that yes you, you messaged me that we are in the top 100 wrestling podcasts on apple um oh, yes oh, i don't know how that's happened mate but yeah happy to be there see how yeah. to see how high we can get Let's see how high we can climb we're in good company we've got the likes of jim corner inside the ropes all of the you know all of the yeah, bischoff's there yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric Bischoff's there. Um, yeah, we got all the big wigs there. So we're, we're in with them. So uh, thank you to all your listeners for that. You, you seem to like listening to our dulcet tones. And yes. our YouTube followers that keep growing by the day. So you must yeah, like YouTube, look at us. Yeah, looking at our ugly bloody mugs is, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone that tunes in on, uh, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> but but go, no, go on, Andy, go over it. Go no, on. no, it's been good to just chat some dynamite, mate. I don't get to do it uh, that often. So uh, it's been good to sit in for Dave and Parker and uh, wish them boys well. Just big, like, again, congratulations to Dave yep. on little aces in, in, into the world now. He's probably sitting there now with his AEW baby grow on it's probably got i love AEW on the front and wwe sucks on the back so <laughs> he's probably got that where he shits basically so yeah 
But yeah, you've got that. Uh, guys, follow us HTT Buckle. Go on Instagram, hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. Facebook, the same. TikTok, every, we're bloody everywhere. We're like the proverbial shit in the field. We are everywhere. But guys, this was the AEW Dynamite review. I'm going to get some sleep and I will see you. Well, I'll see you as well tomorrow, Andy. But he's been Andy Burrows. I've been your host for this one, Adam Cousins. Until next time, everybody, buckle down and stay safe. Hey everybody, thank you for checking out the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.